The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and filled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remember that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in him when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all. And did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week, we began our parish fair for Holy Ghost Church. And if you recall... As I mentioned last week, the homilies really are focused on helping to illumine and inspire you all uh, to give yourselves uh, to the parish through a ministry, to sign up for a ministry. In last week's gospel, we heard about Abraham, how God had called him to be the father of all nations. And so this was a vocation that he could only lay claim to by giving himself sacrificially to God. Doing the sacrifice, offering the sacrifice that God had asked of him. And that was a difficult sacrifice. But nonetheless, he was willing to do it. And it is only by doing so that he could eventually become the father of all nations. And then we heard the gospel about how Jesus ascended up that mountain and how that ascent represents the maturation in Christ to which we are called. And that maturation, ascending that holy mountain, uh, we can only do that if we are willing to make that sacrifice that Abraham made, to give ourselves fully to God. 
Today, the homily is going to be focused on something else. Today, I want to focus on the obstacles. The obstacles that get in the way from us being able to ascend that holy mountain of God. In the gospel today, we hear about Jesus entering the temple on the Sabbath. And we hear in the first reading how the Sabbath is God's holy day. And he says, do not have false gods before me. Do not create idols for yourselves. But make my day, my Sabbath day, holy. Sanctify that day by making me your first and greatest love, God says to the Israelites. And he tells them the various ways in which they can fall into a kind of idolatry by creating false gods for themselves. When we examine our hearts, we have to be willing to ask the question, have we created false gods for ourselves? Have we made idols for ourselves? Intellectually, we profess our faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We believe the true faith, intellectually. At the same time, St. Thomas Aquinas tells us that even though we have the right faith, we have the true faith, we can become guilty of a kind of idolatry. It's not an intellectual idolatry, but it is a practical idolatry in how we live our lives. And so when we examine our hearts, we can ask the question, what is our greatest love? What is the most important thing in our life? What is the thing that we invest our resources, our time, our energy into more than anything else? Because what St. Thomas tells us is that although we may intellectually believe in the true God, we may be living our lives in such a way that we do not give Him the honor that is due Him, but rather... The thing that we love most, the thing that we invest ourselves in the most becomes a kind of God for us, a false God, an idol. And certainly in the first reading today, those false gods, those idols, they prevent us from ascending the holy mountain of God. Those are obstacles for us. And I want to use a very practical example that I see on a daily basis as a priest. And that is, we have many, many parents that sign up their children for not one, in many cases not even two, but sometimes even three extracurricular activities. It could be dance, it could be baseball, it could be 
any number of kind of hobbies. And those things in themselves are not bad. Those are good things. I loved playing sports as a child. But always I was called to do that by my family in such a way that did not detract detract from God the greatest good, our greatest love. Because in a very real way, sports and dance and cheer and all of these things, as good as they are, they can become the most important thing in the lives of our children. And that becomes a malformation. We gradually malform our children to intellectually think and to live morally in such a way that their time, their energy, their resources are directed not first and foremost to the living and true God, but to things that are not God. And to that extent, those things then become a kind of idol in the lives of our children. We don't intend that. We truly want our children to love the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We want them to receive all the sacraments. We want them to live holy lives. But brothers and sisters, there comes a point in time when the parents or even the grandparents must take a stand for God and must say, one extracurricular activity is sufficient for the child. Because when we start to load all of these things up on the schedules of our children, what happens? Guess what? There's no time for any ministry fair. There's no time to invest ourselves in the greatest good, in God Himself. Every single person in this parish should be thinking about how can I serve this parish of Holy Ghost ministerially, without exception. Without exception. And the challenge is, is are we willing to remove the obstacles? The obstacles that get in the way with serving God. With making God our first and greatest love. Many of you are willing to do so. And we as a church are grateful for that. But there are also some that are not willing to do so because of other things in their life that get away, that get them away from really honoring God on the Sabbath. Honoring God in, in the greatest way. Today, Jesus, when he enters that holy temple, he sees that many people have made the temple, his father's house, into a marketplace, into a den of thieves. They have made money. They have made making money their God, their false God, their idol. And so Jesus drives them out with the whip. He cracks that whip. It doesn't say that he hit them. He just simply drove them out. He cleansed the temple. We are the temple of the living God. And when we examine our hearts and we see that there are obstacles there, Obstacles that we ourselves have created, false gods, idols. We too are called to drive out of our hearts, out of our lives, those things that prevent us from ascending the holy mountain of God. The question is, 
Is there anything there that has gotten in the way with you giving yourself fully, fully to God? Jesus wants us to examine our hearts, brothers and sisters, and he wants us to drive out those false gods, those idols that we raise above God. Sports, dance, cheer, all of those things are good, but they must be subordinate to God. God must be our first and greatest love. As St. Paul says, it is in God alone that we live, move, and have our being. And it is in Him alone that we will find our true happiness. But only if we are willing to ascend that mountain. And we cannot ascend that mountain if we have obstacles, false gods, idols in our lives that prevent us from giving of ourselves ministerially for the building up of the body of Christ. And so are you willing to remove those idols? Are you willing to form your children in such a way that you teach them that God is to be honored above everything? God is to be loved first and foremost above all things. And when we teach our children that, we are preparing a holy, a holy family after the image of Jesus, Mary and Joseph.